0: Welcome to Picking Up Chicken Wings where Amy and I talk all things of nothing really for about 30 to 45 minutes with you. Today is our very first episode and we were just actually talking it's almost 9:30 and we started our meeting or our Zoom here at nine o'clock. So we've been talking. <laughs> we could have recorded all of this and been done with it, but we, uh, yeah, we kind of needed to ease ourselves into it. So um, today's podcast really is going to be the pillar podcast that describes maybe where the title picking up chicken wings all came around. And then from here on out, we will have different guests from the Stride staff joining us where we can shoot the breeze with them for between 30 and 45 minutes, or wherever it goes. So uh, you're listening to Steph right now, and uh, Amy, when you and I, when the, this idea was conceived uh, several weeks ago, um, when we were really talking about, we were, we were kind of in the midst of what the heck does distance learning look like for, for all of us? Um, but we really got around to thinking okay, so if we're gonna be doing distance learning, what does that look like for support staff? Or like people in their roles were, were being, I don't wanna say being moved around, but there were different people doing different things and we were, there was so much uncertainty that we knew first and foremost, we needed to reconnect staff. We had been hearing so many of our colleagues and friends saying, I wish we could just all Zoom and talk or do a A, or whatever it might be um and so that's really the idea of where the podcast itself had come from so that we can highlight different people but then talking about where the title came from i think was a discussion in its own self so do you want to i don't know if i need to preface any of your your story because it came about from your story um But I just remember we were really wondering what it's going to look like for those of us who are looking to make sure we're contributing and helping and doing whatever we can, knowing that maybe we can't, you know, or there's certain things and and maybe we're going to be placed in a role that we don't know about and whether or not that's something that we're comfortable with.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So... Um, I, it really came about when we were talking about like buy-in, right? We were trying yes. to figure out how do you get people to buy in to something that seems so unknown? You know, how do you, how do you say to somebody, come be a part of this? Don't worry about what's going <laughs> to happen later. Don't worry about anything else. Just come do this. Come be and, a part of this
0: crazy stream. How do you <laughs> <see
1: it? laughs> Right. Without giving you any directions, any you know, no fare to get on said train, and it it kind of it reminded me of I said I, um, as some people on here know, or many now people will. Um, I am a part of a roller derby team, um, but more than that, we are a federal nonprofit, and we do a lot of work around the community. A lot of times on the back end that nobody really sees, and. My partner in crime, I sit as the vice president on our board of directors as well, came up to me one day and she said something to the effect of, do you want to go pick up chicken wings? And I thought
0: to myself, no, not really. That's not. (laughs) So are they chicken wings that are like you're going to serve or are they eaten, Uh, thrown, tossed aside?
1: Yeah. Eaten off the floor (laughs) is what I took from her. So I was like, what are you talking about picking up chicken wings? And she's like, "We we have the opportunity to go work uh, to work at Wing Fest, but that means we have to pick up all of these half-eaten chicken wings off the floor. Are you in?" And I thought, "What? What? What? What do you mean?" Um, and so it's it's kind of the NL stop right there. So that if somebody just came up to you and said that, you would say. Uh, no, thank you. That sounds right. like the worship. I'm not getting paid. Uh, it, you and I, what do you talk? Just me, just us two? Is it like all day? 14 hours of picking up chicken wings at the fairgrounds.
0: All sounds terrible. So there aren't any knowns in it. It's just, oh, no. yep. It's just, just, let's go pick up chicken wings.
1: And she is by far one of the most charismatic people that I know. And so even with her coming and asking me, this crazy idea. I thought, um, uh, no, I'm going to need more from you. And as we kind of then, as she started to open up the reasonings why, you know, we're, we're a federal nonprofit. So we get, uh, time for free on the radio. It's, there's going to be six, 10 of us and everybody's all in everybody's, you know, we need everybody to give 120%. Um, yes it's going to be 12 hours but we're going to wear our uniforms and let's make sure to have tickets and let's make sure to do this stuff um you know let's try to to get the girls that are that have the best um we call it kissing babies you know some girls are good at kissing babies other girls are good behind computers or whatever and so that's our way of saying like there are politicians you know that right those are the ones that are out there kissing babies so let's find all the girls that are kissing babies and make this a super fun experience and when it's presented a little bit more like that when you know more of that backstory like this isn't just about me and my non-desire to go pick up other people's somebody else's slime, <laughs> slimed <laughs> up chicken wing this is about the team we're um and I I equated that to stride that it's for a long time. We've been told this isn't, and this is what we used to, this isn't about you. This is about us, you know? And so it's not that you don't want to go pick up chicken wings. It's not that you don't want to be in this position where you were in this position before. This is about where we come together as a group and say, as long as we all go in this together, as long as maybe we could get a little bit more information about what that might look like or how that buy-in affects our kids, which I think we'll see on those Zoom meetings that it does make it a little bit easier to swallow. But if there's five of us only giving 40%, it really does bring down everybody else and it's, I know that you weren't there, but those of us that can remember like sitting in that library and hearing that stride was going to close and just the, the tears and the, the feeling of impending doom and then all of us banding together and doing what that we could so that when we sat in that library, the, a few months later and heard that in fact we were staying open and just the the size of relief that we heard from people and and how we all banded together and sat in that gymnasium and you know really banded together um when the school when the next school year started it's that's what we need right now. It's very similar to that, I think, and um, I'm just hoping that that's what we all have to hold on to
0: because
1: yeah. you know I think we were we were both saying it was we were all embracing the suck yeah. And it it we all need to also go go pick up some chicken wings right now it's not great you know it's not it's not great but if everybody does it with a smile and it sounds real cheesy but it does make all the difference i have done some ridiculous things like picking up chicken wings and staying there for hours and hours later because the an- another team from SESU <laughs> <which laughs> nameless, took off on us and left us there yeah. to do all the work and we continue to do it and we smile we've you know jumped in frozen lakes I did a runway show as a bridal model I'm 40 <laughs> something years old I am twice the age that half those girls were it. and five foot four and so you know and we did runway shows and all of these kind of Crazy things, picking up you know rappers after parades because it's for the the greater good, and it's not always the funnest. But depending on the people that you're with, yes. that you're, it makes it makes all the difference.
0: Yes, and I remember too that conversation. It was it was that when you when you feel that you are truly a part of that larger piece you know and that your puzzle piece matters in in the scheme of things that you are more inclined to say heck yeah i will pick up chicken wings or yes i will and we talked about some of the things like who's gonna um who's gonna help facilitate breakout rooms for for students or what about making copies or what about Handing out things or whatever that whatever it is, rather than saying "not my role" or you know "that's not in my job description" or "I've never done that, that's always been so and so" or these other people or whatever it might be, this right like right now is it's so essential that we all see ourselves as needing to pick up all of the chicken wings, you know, and yep. and as you had said too, rather than having a few do most of it allowing everybody that chance to, 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 step up and, and bring it into the table, but they'll only do that when they feel like they belong or when they yeah. feel like they're making a difference. And so um, to me, when you, when you talked about that experience of, of sitting and you know, and, and hearing just, it sounds to me like it's, it could be kind of the equivalent of people who remember exactly where they were when 9 eleven or whatever something happened sounds to me like you all of you had that experience that are still here from that time where you could say I, I knew exactly who I looked at or what the, you know or what I felt or words were said or you know whatever that might be and so for me I'm on the other side where I don't have that so and we have a lot we have a lot of new staff so mm-hmm. how how do we get everybody on the team? You know, you have your, you have your people, and I'm not gonna say core group, because I think the core is the the it's the entirety, but you have the people who have shared that experience, and that experience, like you said, you banded together. That that will never leave any of you. So how do those of us who don't have that, how can we engage? How can we Take on how can we feel like our identities are are here as well and are necessary and I'm not asking you know for, for an answer but <laughs> wow, can... let me <laughs> tell me please but I but I think well as, as yeah it
1: and I think that that um the the wellness committee you know that you and I um, both sit on and we've had a lot of people that have reached out that is such gotta be and we talked about it last year and really started to try to um enact some of those things but right it's a shared experience yes and how do we have a shared experience distance learning you know mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't need to be as groundbreaking as our school shutting down i hope <laughs> right else um, but how do we how do we come together and and have that and it really is um it's buy-in you have to you have to buy into the you have to buy your ticket right and I I deal with this as the as the head of athletics on my derby team I will have new girls that say I don't feel a part of the team I don't feel a part of the team how do I become a part of the team and it's the team has to have an open door so we have to be our school has to be an open door for these people, but you have to want to be on the team. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that does take swallowing a a second and saying like, I'm going to, I always say like, ride with girls, right? Take, get into that car and take that trip. So don't sit in the same place for lunch every day when we're there, you know, make sure that you're trying to stop and poke your head in Borrow a pencil, not from the teacher that you always borrow a pencil from, but borrow one from somebody else. You know, you have to put yourself out there as well Mm -hmm. to, for the team to want to swallow you up. And that is a lot harder for some people than others, but I might not, you know, reach out to somebody that has had their door closed and never opens it because some people are, that's, what they need, that's what they want. So you have to, you have to open the door. I noticed today there was a football pool thing, you know that was put out. You know that um, Fleege does. That's really fantastic. We host different book clubs. Um, for those that haven't seen it yet, we did start a Facebook social group that people have posted. Um, sometimes just fun things to do. Sometimes just little mood boosters. Um, uh, i think there was something posted that we they want to get together as a staff and do some socially distance whatever it will be picnicking or whatever mm-hmm. but everybody that wants to be a part of that has to try to reach out to so that we can yeah. reach out to those people that need it and want it and i think as the like um as the amoeba grows i guess yes. and that's how that's how you get that. That's how you share those experiences, right? That's how you get those inside jokes. That's how, you know, you, um, connect with people so that there is buy-in, you know, right now the buy-in is rough because there's no connection. Right. And that is six months of people being on quarantine and living on, um,
0: Your their own families (laughs) (laughs) empty
1: living on empty you know where it's just it's survival mode yeah where it's you know and so maybe taking some of those uncomfortable steps sometimes and plopping down in the middle of a third grade team you know or whatever and saying like hey I'm here to have lunch with you today maybe it's welcome maybe it's not but today I'm here (laughs) and you know that we we make sure to to build that connection again because it was very strong and i think that it absolutely will get there again Mm -hmm. distance learning is not making it easy but right
0: i love that you said too you know it's it's taking the initiative if you are if you don't have those experiences or if you are you know fairly new or whatever it might be so putting yourself out there, doing whatever it is, whether it's joining the Facebook group, doing whatever the get-togethers, gatherings. I really like, too, that you said just plopping yourself in the middle of a, and, and maybe it's a, a um, PLC, that you know, or something like that. But I, I what I really latched onto, and it's probably because, again, I'm newer, and I don't have those shared experiences, um, is that... We also need to have our doors open for those who are throwing themselves out there, and I get it I think one of the biggest things that I always think about for me when I want to help and i i'm I'm so impatient about seeing an impact. I need to see soon after I do something or I share something or I'm working with somebody I want to see like how has it made a difference? What have I done it, that's what fills my cup, but i I get right now that Some people are just in pure survival mode, and so them not not opening their doors or reaching out to me isn't like we don't want you sort of a thing. It's just Mm -hmm. give me some time. I need to, you know, I need to make sure that I'm starting strong with my students or whatever it might be. So I appreciate that you said that from from both sides, having the door open for those people, but not you know waiting for the invitation on the other end and actively seeking um, Things to do, parts, ways to be. So, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm so glad that you said it from both sides because I was like,
1: yes. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and it's, I think I was discussing with somebody else that what's been hard for me is if somebody says, this is really rough, this is really rough on everybody. Well, okay, but. I don't think you're seeing how it's rough on me, <laughs> which is sometimes, you know, and I think yeah. all of us, though, I know because I've been a part of a team because I've been a part of this school before many people I've learned in their forties, thirties, twenties have never been on a team. They don't understand how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is hard sometimes, especially during right now for people to say, I know this is really rough on everyone, but will make it through and I know that sometimes it's really hard for somebody to say like Steph I know it's hard for you right this is rough on you right now because you're used to being able to go into classrooms kind of intermittently and Amy I know this is hard on you right now because you're not handing out crackers and giving band-aids and hugs And now you're a para and you're sitting at home doing files, you know, like, and that's, that is almost impossible to do, but the, that I think is also hard to get over. You know, I think that's what we're seeing with some people is like, this is, yes, it's hard. And we've all made it clear that it is very hard, but nobody has really cared why it's hard for me and you, and you, and you individually, because it is so different. You know, that this is hard for you. This is your first year teaching. Oh my gosh. You know, that sounds crazy. This is hard for you because it's your 30th year teaching and you want to see people. I want to touch people, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. so I think that that is, that's also something to, to kind of rumble around and I think I when we had our SEL for staff I said you know just to to reach to reach out and just to say I think I used the poor Kirshner's and said are you guys like hey are you guys showering today (laughs) you did (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys I don't think you smell but it was to reach out to those people sometimes and just say I my gosh I see that this stinks for you because because dot 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 not collectively we all know collectively this is not a great time but to make it more individualized Mm -hmm. and then for those of us that are a little bit more outgoing um you know to reach out also individually to say hey uh new teacher or old teacher or young teacher do you want to come to this you know, because sometimes to throwing out those larger invitations, mm-hmm. whether they be good or bad are not always, you are always like, oh, well, do they really, they don't really want me there because that's that group of people that did it before. But to, to individualize things a little bit more in this sucky soup would maybe make things less muddled. You know, we've got to
0: pull it out a little bit, separate the ingredients. We could talk forever. I love, I love listening to you. (laughs) You should just talk forever. It's so Uh, funny. So, um, I, I was thinking about this as well, just in, in talking about reaching out and then comes those who are extroverts or love the human interaction, thrive on it, suck it out of the introverts. <laughs> and you and I already talked about this because we did our personality test and we are identical, except for the very first letter where I am introvert and you are extrovert. <laughs> so that's another thing, though. Like, I think what's going to be really cool about this podcast is we're going to learn so much about people so that I will know who I should actively reach out to and say, hey, do you want to? Because if if they are somewhat like me, the introvert, although I don't know, for me a lot of people are surprised about that because I I actively try to engage in whatever, maybe a little too much sometimes. So but there are people that are those who won't respond or who won't RSVP or whatever it might be to the masses. Um but still have you know, are interested or whatever. So I'm excited to get to know more people. Um, and, and hopefully then by broadcasting this podcast to the masses, <laughs> right? we're going to be famous soon. Um, oh, well, right. we've already got planned out. But I, I think that that, I think it's really good
1: to hopefully, and that's um, what I liked seeing about that uh, Facebook site is that for some of us, it was just easy, like, hey, we're going to have the quotes. We'll work this out right now, right? Book club with quotes around it means we're not talking about books, books. <laughs> but we are, in fact, going to go to the blue line and have nachos after work. If there are no quotes around books, we're really having a book books. club. They're actually having a book club, and you um, can knit. You can knit too yes, if you really can want to. Knit. Right? I said that, and so I think with throwing things out in that social group there will there's going to be somebody that's into something that more than one or three other people are into at that moment or or are at least open and willing to give it a try right um and so i you know if somebody you know maybe you're not one that wants to go to the quote unquote book club but you actually do really enjoy reading, then that's, you know, there's gonna be other people that feel that same way, those more introverted people that are okay with this or having coffee and knitting, you know, or doing whatever. And I think that if you leave yourself open to want to doing some of those things, you will end up experiencing so much more and that's that's what derby has given to me i'm going zip lining on saturday um i'm afraid of heights and i'm deathly afraid of bridges i have to cross a suspension bridge really it's i am not excited my having heart palpitations about it i'm probably gonna die (laughs) But, but you're going but i am going because i have a you know we have a group of girls that we've said like, Hey, let's go have these experiences together. We did a marathon two years ago. We did that like mud Mud man. man. Yeah. you know, we're jumping through barbed wire fences and, and now we're skydiving or not skydiving. I said, no skydiving. Now we are zip lining. And so it's, these are not things that I would actively seek out. I don't like to do probably I'm cool with mud, I can play in the mud. I'm a tomboy, but none of the rest of those things sounds like a good time. <laughs> but it's the people that I'm doing them with, right? It's no longer it's no longer the experience. I've said I could I would go to a rodeo or a ballet or the you know an opera or a rock show, whatever, because it's not about like closing yourself off to the experiences about opening, opening them up and then just having that experience with somebody else. And those are the people that I choose to surround myself with like, Hey, you want to go do, it's crazy stuff. I mean, just silly okay. stuff. You want to go look at antique washing machines, <laughs> you know? Okay. That's probably right. Down the line. <laughs> I'm telling you those pioneer days are awesome. They're all canceled this year, but
0: you, see, you know, I grew up by Pioneer Days in Albany. So fun! You like those?
1: The, my daughter Delilah dresses up like Laura Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie, and yeah. she makes me drag her to all of the the Pioneer Days. There's so. one in Forest Pine City, Forest Forest City Stockades. There's sure. another one they had over Christmas. Yep, love it. Good stuff.
0: So, so. You, but you wouldn't skydive? Um, no. Which is something I did, and (laughs) interest, interestingly (laughs) enough. So I was talking our three, our second grade team. um, All three of them are super adventurous, and so just in getting to know them, they sparked this like I'm crazy about needing adventures to help me just kind of like re-energize and decompress at the same time. And all three of them are going to Colorado over MEA. They discovered and unbeknownst to each other, all three of them are going, um, two of the three have skydived. And so we talked about what that looks like. Maybe it was one, but, and one of them wanted to, um, But so, I mean, to me, I'm thinking, okay, this is where maybe we can throw some crazy stuff out there. You talked about picking up chicken wings. I worked at WeFest for for three years. I worked at WeFest. And it's one of those crazy stories where you're like, man, why did I ever agree to go work at WeFest? But it was because of the people I was with. And so, I mean, in the end, we ended up getting to drive around trucks around to the crazy campgrounds and delivering firewood and ice and so we became the fire and ice team. (laughs) And yeah. So things like that where it's like you said, it's being open to trying and not shutting down to it. So you're gonna have to do some skydiving and I um (laughs) or or I can say no to antique washing machines and you can say (laughs) jumping out of a plane. Yeah, no, air, I don't
1: believe people should be in airplanes at all. And then jumping out of them just seems asinine. But like, I don't, I, I don't think I would be able to, I people would on trips. Um, so I have been on an airplane, um, twice, three times, and it's not delightful. I have full blown panic attacks when we went to Mexico. I was, they had to essentially carry me on the plane. The stewardess brought me liquor before the plane took off. Cause she's like, I don't think you're going to make it yeah. without it. Um, I cried and vomited the entire way to Mexico. Like, I think it is just unnecessary. So
0: it's <laughs> your, it's your fight or flight. Yeah. I have that. Okay. So you're going to find this funny. Um, I have that with needles. Oh, sure. I cannot, I cannot in my mind trick myself by counting back, starting from 103 by sevens or talking about whatever it is, my body, I, I faint always, always, always faint. And then I always come to, and I always, always vomit and I can't, I can't not. And so it's just when I was pregnant with the kids and you had to do all these tests and whatever, I always knew, it's like, just, can you give me the comfy chair in the the And then they would always have to bring me cookies and all that other jazz. So so funny. So that's your, your, um, one of your biggest, where your fears. I am,
1: I am absolutely fine in a plane until you get that first like bounce of turbulence. And then I'm like, well, we're all done. It's all done. Like, there's no more, everybody's gonna die,
0: and then you and need so, your
1: oxygen. Um, yep, I need like, I can't deal with it, I'm done. And so, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how zip lining goes. If I don't show up to work on Monday, it's because I died. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that's so funny that you and I like we have so many opposites but so many similarities too. Like I I'm I'm afraid of being on wheels. The whole idea of speed and hitting a rock and then all of your skin is part of the asphalt. Yeah. That just freaks me out. And here you are like going to the skateboarding parks and whatnot. But I'll jump out of planes and I'll zip line and I'll climb I'll rock climb and and glide you know whatever there is that it'd be jumping from a high high point on down. I
1: tried to push for river rafting. I would like to try that, but we had too many girls that were afraid of water that wouldn't touch that. And I was like, all right, I'll take river rafting off the off the boat. If you lay off the airplanes, like those are two things I guess we'll toss aside. So it is funny like how yeah I mean you have to you have to be open to something and push the limits,
0: but it's also like you have be your boundaries
1: able, yep also know where your boundaries are, and that just falls in completely with what we're talking about too you know if yeah. you're if you're not the person that wants to you know stand up with d j Kirchner you know in shiny pants and do dances and raps, don't be that person but for all you new people, wait until you do get to see because it, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> stick on the cursors because I'm poking at them. But you know, but also be open to joining that knitting club, you know, if somebody opens that up, or I think somebody had mentioned snowshoeing or cross-country skiing or whatever it is, because though we're really struggling right now when those kids come back, when when mm-hmm. they come back, capital when not if. Um, they are going to need us we're gonna we are all gonna have to be all hands on deck. I mean, they've already been out of school for six months, mm-hmm. and I you know really worry about some of those kids and I worry about how they're going to sit still and what has their home life been and their their interactions with people and so if we don't start that basis now it's gonna to be too late halfway through the year so Again, I think that this is such an awesome platform to try to get to know and have some experiences with people and share that. And, you know, if everybody, but it does take work. It takes a lot of work to pick up chicken wings, it takes a lot of work to be an extrovert or an introvert on a Zoom meeting. You know, yeah. I constantly feel like I'm cutting people off. I constantly feel like Somebody else has something more important to say than I do, you know, so those bigger things don't always work. We have to work on those smaller things and then it'll
0: spread. like yep. over. <laughs> Well, we can say it will, just not in a bad way, right? <laughs> spread in a good way. We are going to be contagious. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, good thing. I love it. And one last thing too, when when you were talking about having the the boundaries and the limits, but so, I mean, really the big word I hear is balance, balance, but not balance as in stay on the very top of the fence, balance as in lean one way or the other until you get to that point where, you know, you just won't be comfortable trying or doing or whatever it might be. And the cool thing about, I guess, I don't know how many people are on your your t- your roller team um but with stride there are we've got 80 and i don't even know anymore how many staff so like you said there is a high chance that whatever you dig throw it out on the facebook group or whatever and there will be other people who already are on that side or already you know with you and then if people think about it and and um, take our invitation of trying something new. You've got even a larger group coming or doing whatever it is.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. And I think that finding, when you do find those people, you know, seeking out the people that are more ex- more experienced in that and then having the chance to lean on them, you know, or, and that's how we, that's how we figure things out, right? And even when I agreed to zip line and I'm, I looked at two of the girls that I've known for a long time and I trust. I'm like, you guys literally might have to carry me across that bridge, like, or kick my butt the entire way across it. Cause I'm going to be on hands and knees, probably throwing up. Like, I'm not <laughs> quite sure how this is going to work, but you know, I'm going to lean, I, I'm throwing out my, my fears and I will catch you the next time, but you, I'm going to need, help right now and i think in distance learning or in this too we are all very much like i've got it i've got it i'm in this box you know and i have it under control but it takes a lot to be able to say i literally don't have it right now (laughs) and i have nothing I, i don't get it i don't understand can you help and i don't want to put more on you because then i'll take something back but if you're never leaning on people, you'll never also be able to share your strengths as as well. Yeah,
0: being okay to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Vulnerability is a tough one, especially when you have, you know, a lot of leaders or people who don't want to feel like they're going to put other people, you know, they're going to burden anybody else. And so you have all of these obstacles that come with allowing yourself to be vulnerable because it's either your pride or it's you don't want to put somebody else you know with extra work just so many different reasons and so I agree wholeheartedly it's it's necessary to be able to then shine when the time comes where you are needed by somebody else who's you know expressing their need or concern and it'll only happen if you're okay with feeling that way and, and removing maybe like the stigma that comes around feeling like you don't have it all together and you need something. Right. I'm going to be more apt to reach out to somebody who
1: isn't always perfect when you're not feeling perfect because you might like, how would that person ever understand? You know? And I think we've talked about that with social media, like, People are only, also though, only sometimes showing all the the good lies, <laughs> lies and just eating like happy lies. photos, and then you, you know, we'll talk. I'll talk with my husband. I'll be like, "What, girl? I know that that is not like that. <laughs> that is not what's happening there." But if that's what you always portray, that's only what people are gonna think. And so I'm not gonna you know, I'm not going to ask that person for help on something when that's potentially all I'm seeing. You know, I need to, I don't always want to see people fall vote either, because at some point if you can't just be giving and not giving back as well. So I don't mm-hmm. only want to see hardships. I don't only want people to stop into my nurse's office when they need a bandaid, you know, yep. sometimes I want them to peek their head around the corner and be like, Hey, I had an awesome day today. Or, you know, like, look at my new shoes, whatever it is, it's that kind of, that, that middle, right? It's balanced, yeah, balance. but it's not always balanced. Some weeks are terrible and some weeks are fabulous. But if you're always Eeyore or you're always a like Queen Elizabeth. The peaks
0: and rainbows. <laughs> right? Like
1: there's no, you can't, you have to open yourself up to some of that. So
0: yeah, yeah. be a so good person. True. <laughs> I feel like now I'm looking at the time, oh my goodness, you and I have done it again. And this time it's been recorded and I'm super excited to be able to share this with everybody. So for those of you who have been listening, this is Picking Up Chicken Wings, very first episode, Um, started off with how we came up with the idea and it, it naturally did what we naturally do and went off in different bird walks, but that's what it's all about. So our next time, I think we're going to be having Allie's on deck for next time. So um, watch for that to come out for those of you who are looking forward to the next segment. All right. Thanks so much.